Hey guys, before this show starts, just want to let you know that over on Red Men Plus, our subscription service, we've got tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form as well. You love podcasts, we love making podcasts. Go and check it all out. That's redmenplus.com. Sign up for as little as £5 a month. You will not regret it. Now, enjoy the show. Can I just ask us a slightly adjacent question to this, I guess, is... What is your what's your stance both is sort of on like the recruitment strategy because I've seen sort of chat online about like we've sort of moved away from signing like like the unsexy player like when Alden wasn't a sexy player when we signed him we relegated team but he was like the right age profile fit my my counter argument to people who've sort of been discussing that like we've been chasing we, we, you know so we don't get you in any in the summer where was the backup type yeah. thing my, my counter argument to that is. Well, what we've done instead is is we've gone after youth. So we've gone for the Harvey Elliotts, the Carvalhos, and they're going to grow into these roles. Yeah. But obviously, you've then got the problem of you've got to wait two or three years. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit simplistic when people go, well, you know, we're our, because our second Mane was our second choice option over, you know, Brandt was first choice, Mane was second choice, or Salah. You know what I mean? There was like there was the Gert, I thought it was Gerta, wasn't it? It was Gerta or Mane. It was Brandt or Salah, and you know, you can go down, you can go down those sorts of lists. The problem, but people forget that Liverpool were a bit crap when we signed them players, so it was much easier to buy him improvements and I, I don't think I think it's Liverpool feel that it's a waste of money buying lads who are all just to buy them as squad players what you're meant to do is you buy better and what's you what's your best level becomes your backup mm-hmm. whereas if you start buying backups you, you you are quietly undercutting the quality of your squad now you could argue we've done that anyway by just keeping hold of certain players keeping hold of injury prone players and maybe holding on to one or two a little bit too long but so it's whether you agree with it or disagree with it. It's kind of the kind of by mm. the by. I'm just saying that's what they've done. That's what their their process always was. You could take, you could afford to buy a Genie Van Alden because odds are he was better than Emery Chan. You know what I mean? And you could afford to buy, you know, you could bring in Mane because let's be honest, he was miles better than Adam Lallana in the, in a in a front three kind of situation because he was he had tons and tons of pace. You could afford to buy Salah because we only had one lad with pace. We needed two lads with pace it became much easier but whenever we've then tried to upgrade the front three we've found it really difficult because well then you've got three guys who score 15 goals a season minimum it's a very difficult ask to do that and then you start to get into the brackets of why are you paying 80 million pounds for for, 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 for Nunes and, and, and so on so I think it's 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 why, and I've, I've referenced this a lot in the last few weeks, it's why we wait for Van Dijk and don't buy Stefan de Vrij, who's had a very good career as a you know the Dutch centre half who's played at, the, played at a good level, but no one ever talks about him in the brackets of the best centre halves to play the game. That's what Liverpool have, have to do because they can't afford to to take too many gambles on footballers, and they will always. Sorry, Ian, I'll let you jump in. <laughs> they will always gamble on someone in the building already than someone coming in at a lesser, unless they can guarantee quality when they're bringing in. You know, you'll trust someone who's an existing squad player who knows what's happening and understands the culture and fits in with the culture than take a gamble on someone coming in who might, he might be more available. But what if he's not? What if he doesn't quite gel? What if it takes six months to get him up to speed? That's my take on it. Hey, you wonderful podcast listener. Get back to the show very, very shortly. Just want to give you a heads up about our merchandise store, redmenmerch.com. Go over there, check it out. Some amazing t-shirts, books, gifts, absolutely everything you need for the Liverpool fan in your life or indeed just to treat yourself. So yeah, head on over to redmenmerch.com. Check out the amazing products that we've got on offer. I'm sure you'll love them and I'm sure you're going to love the rest of this show too. 
Uh, I take on the list. We brought we brought in Carvalho and Elliot because they were like the next part of the evolution of this Liverpool squad. I think Liverpool in general they were one in one out, and I think part of the problem was is we've not at some point we we were going to sell either Kate or Ox and have decided against it or we couldn't move them out. So well, we clearly couldn't move yeah, either of this summer because yeah, they were both good, injured. Good, 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 they were both injured, and I, I think. My take on that is, I think they should have been, one of them should have gone the summer before. Mm-hmm. Not saying both of them should have, but one of them, and then we should have refreshed there. I think another problem is as well is that we used to buy robust players, players who don't get injured, and they were one of our main things mm-hmm. that we looked at. It doesn't seem that that is part of the priority now. Yeah. I mean, you just look at the signing of Arthur. The first thing we looked at when he signed was his injury record. I mean, like, well, I think the first thing they looked at was. Is he available, available. and can we, we get, get him to sign in the next two days? days. It, was, yeah. it, was a, it was a significant part well, of that transfer. Yeah, and but but then the f- we got him in, and then we were all excited for a couple of hours, and then we seen we seen well, there we go, and yeah. it happened, and everything happened. No, you're right, and that and that is it. You know that that ruthlessness in the transfer market is maybe a little bit of the issue, but again, I I feel like I'm going, I'm like I'm some like this mad like everything the club does is perfect kind of approach but when you know it's like being a business owner I can empathise with decisions it's like mm. you can only sell people that people we'll want to buy. buy you know by all accounts Ox had a deal with Newcastle wanted Ox in January and he turned them down he wanted to stay and that's what he ended up having a cob on all for the rest of the season because he didn't, then didn't get used and I think that whether that was a little bit of like well mate you had your chance to go and play footy there's no chance for you to play footy here so you've kind of made your bed and, and yet there's now a lad who knows that he's not got a long term future he knows his contract's up and he's still at the club he's still at the club and he must be looking at it going look at my age look at my injury record I'll just hang on to the end of the season now. Get a get a some half decent club will take me, but I'll get a big wedge and that'll be me. That'll be me boxed. It's and also that knock on of the COVID thing of Liverpool have built themselves this this system where they have to maximise value of sales. They become very good sellers. You know, user old enough to remember Liverpool used to be terrible sellers. Oh, terrible. Man. Like they, remember getting like we we made a profit on Peter Crouch. But just, you know, what I mean, that was seen as an okay bit of bit of business. But Liverpool had a weak bargaining position because they knew we were sell to buy, and they knew that well, well, they need, they, they, you know, they need to get this out the door. So every everyone who left, like Chelsea, were always great sellers. They buy people, they didn't see at least make a profit on every lad they, move, they, they moved on. Liverpool couldn't do that. Now they can. But that comes with a knock-on effect. If you've got to play a bit of brinksmanship and you've got to hold on to players and you've got to say no to certain deals, because our margin for error is so much smaller. Because it's not Man City can go, you know, they've done brilliantly in selling on two, by the way. But they can every now and again go, oh, it gives a shit, fifty million, whatever. Let's go and buy another one. We can only do that every now and again if we have too many of them. Our entire house's cards falls down, and what kind of we're it. It's ha- it's happening already, but um, the alternative. It um, what I'm suggesting is the alternative was probably considered, and mm. this was this was we've ended up this one because it's not, not like someone's blindly gone. Oh, well, whatever. You know, I I, I think they've they've tried the best, and it's and they've just needed a body in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's fascinating. Like it's mad. I you know, I I, I always say I no one's at, Liverpool haven't had to build from the top before. Not mm. in my like, not in my time of supporting Liverpool. Liverpool have never been up right at the pinnacle. We've always, we were always, we were on the way down when I started supporting us, and then since then we've been trying to get to the top and, and having false starts. 
and then not knowing how to go the next step. Well, we made the step. We got to the right to the top, and now we're having to like build right at the pinnacle of the mountain. And I, it's obviously a different, much different process yeah, from the client. Me and John were talking about it just before we started as well. It's like I was a, I was a fan like late eighties, early nineties. So I seen us at the top and then decline. So when I'm seeing the likes of now, I'm probably a little bit more. I don't want to say relaxed because it's it, it's hard watching us right now, mm-hmm. but I can accept it a little bit more because during the nineties we we won like after we won the league cup we didn't win nothing then until eight nine yeah, years until, down yeah, the line. Until, until the treble, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, we'll get we'll get back. Yeah, 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 that's true. But it's, again, I, I can appreciate the difficulties. I mean, it's just whether it's how angry you want to get about them is the, is the issue. I, I do think as well, and I'm, I'm very guilty of this because you know I, I used to do a show about it with Chris, but. It, it, we can sort of look for analogues in it as well. I think a lot of people sort of look at like that Barca team and how they kept stretching that and then look where they've ended up. Um, the only teams who've really done sort of this and kept the same group of lads really other than City and obviously City have got unlimited money um, is is probably Bayern and then Bayern reached that point didn't they where they were like we've got to sell Robin we've got to and they, they pushed it too far yeah. after we snotted them. Yeah. Um, so it's it's hard and you know it's, I, I, just, I just think it's like you've got to sort of put yourself back in the the human side of it, and that, like, you know, it's one thing saying, "Well, you've got you've got K today, you've got Chamberlain, get rid of them." And it's like, well, yeah, but they've got to want to go. And you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what you're saying with the Newcastle thing, it's like you can't just say, "Well, we're selling you to Newcastle." Like he's got to want to sign for Newcastle <laughs> as well. Yeah, you know, and that's that's why loads of these lads regret it now. By the way, deeply regret it now. No, but no, that's the point. Is that we're never we're never privy to it because again, our experience of selling players comes in computer games where. You click, just a button, do it. you click a button and it, and it happens large, large by and large but there's obviously lots more moving parts to it that's not to say I don't think Liverpool should spend more money I think they should I think they absolutely should I think it'd be it would be negligent to not get someone half decent in, in January hopefully there's someone of the sufficient quality available without it being another Artemelo Ozan Kabak Ben Davies style is a, is a, is a human being who can play football kind of situation hopefully it is someone they actually want it's more Diaz than than mm. that um, well yeah exactly well, exactly yeah, it's, it's clear it is possible isn't it we actually have a good a good track record of doing business in January as it, as it turns out but no it is a, it is a really difficult one and again I don't want to feel I don't want this to it's not people often ask me like I keep getting I get it in, on the I, I put a tweet out about watching Prey the Predator prequel the other day and said I really enjoyed this and someone said Paul can you tell me what your opinion is on FSG in or FSG out and I was like oh my god like you know every time I've been a crap I've been getting asked this for the last 10 years and it's I just don't think it's an issue and by that not to say that I think they're perfect it's just they clearly need to do more but I don't think they don't want to do more because it's no there's no benefit for them for Liverpool to, to have a drop in revenues or for them to for Liverpool to stop being a club that wins major honours because the, the beefing up the value of the assets all part and parcel of what it does in the, in the grand scheme of the overriding FSG package it's not you know the, the, it's it's important for Liverpool's overall status in the game to be good because it, it it helps them in, in what mm. they do it's so they'll probably and then they've got it. What they've got is a track record, of course, correction. They're getting things wrong, and then actually someone going, yeah, and then them getting it right. The idea of chucking that, chucking them out, and going back into the wilderness of looking for another ownership group oh, is mad. I just, I can't. I just don't. I don't know what FSG out looks like. Is my is my thing mm. because the only way you're getting better, and by better, I can only, I presume people mean owners who will spend more of their own money, is to get. 
an ownership group that, let's be honest, comes with su- a suspect background. It's either a sports, wa- it's a sports washing project, or mm. it's you know it's some sort of like sugar daddy deal, which I don't think really exists anymore. You can't sports wash with Liverpool. Mm. You can. You, you, that's why Chelsea are going to go. Chelsea are just going to go back to being a another football team. They might be able to be what we've been over the last few years, but they're never going to be Roman Abramovich Chelsea again because they're a big football club now. They have too many eyes on them, mm. and you know what? You you can't you can sports wash Newcastle because you've got this grateful fan base who are so desperate for anything. They're so blinded by the money they don't give a shit to look under the fucking you know look behind the curtain see where it's come from. City were exactly the same. You can't do that at Liverpool because the fan base wouldn't allow it. It would be toxic from minute one. If like a, a you know like if the same ownership group that bought Newcastle came in at Liverpool, there would be fucking anarchy. The, you know the people the people would be setting fire to Anfield. You know what I mean? It just, but it, you know what that's I mean. Yeah. Right the show, because yeah, I'd be one of them. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly, and that's so that's where we're at. Is that what does it what does it look like? Because there's no other football owners who aren't who aren't bankrolled by states or by oligarchs or whatever who have done a better job in the last seven years. Mm. And people can go, it's all Jurgen Klopp and blah, blah, blah. All right, well, it's unprovable. But he, he likes working within that system. He's enjoyed that. He hasn't decided to get off at any point because he's been offered, he'll have been offered jobs galore in that time. Real Madrid will have been throwing money at him every year going, yeah, come and have a go over here. He's been happy to stick it out. And, and extend. Yeah, ex- uh, exactly. I think, I think the other sort of tacit thing there as well is in obviously got a history of it in terms of Hicks and Gillette and stuff. Uh, that ownership is at least accountable to the fan base. Like they are, they have backed down on everything when mm. the fan base has sort of said we, we don't want this. And that's again sort of the thing I always think it's sort of lost in the FSG out thing. It's like in in and out. It's like well, everything we've sort of asked. It's took time, but they've ended up coming round to our side you yeah, know what I mean and that, that doesn't happen if you have a different like, owner you know, I know exactly and it's like the mistakes you know, I, I don't know I don't, they've made some stupid mistakes everyone's made they've all, there's not an ownership group that hasn't made stupid mistakes but they've delivered a degree of success and I, you know, I think we're at an interesting stage now where they've paid I said they've paid for the climb they've, they've funded it and the way they've funded it has led to us in the last three and a half years four years we've won every trophy you can win so it's obviously it's worked to a point. It's now what does the next evolution look like? What does does that require them to do something different? Can you sustain? Can we rebuild the team to maintain ourselves at that level with the same business model? I don't. I no, nobody knows that. It looks like no. So if that's no, then are they going to put their hands? Because if they decide, then we're just happy to go back into the pack of being between fourth and eighth for a couple of years. That's going to be that's when you'd have to start to question, you know, mm. what, what the motivations it, are behind stuff. But, but is it just FSG though, as well? Because Klopp and Tolles likes to work with a small squad, so maybe Klopp needs to start thinking different now yeah, isn't it, no, and get a, a bigger squad now. Yeah, no, mm. exactly. Again, there's loads of things that we don't know. All we know is that we want, we all want Liverpool to be the best team in the world every season, and we want us to challenge for every honour, which we we have done. We just wanted we want more of that. We don't want the party to end, and it looks like the party is ending. So when it is you're starting to look around it's like you know the party's ending so everyone's starting to like grab what they can to keep to extend it and keep it keep it going whereas you know maybe maybe it does need a bit of a bit of fresh thinking and stuff but I, again on the on the on the in and out stuff i don't think people realize how much turmoil that costs 
a football club and what it causes and what damage it causes to the fan base, what it causes to the support. You know, all people aren't behind the team anymore. There's infighting, there's you know, there's protesting and all that kind of stuff. Do they if they then decide to pull funding in the short term because they're thinking, well, fuck you, that that has a that has a mm. destable as an effect. The best thing to do is build with what you've keep within the framework of what you've got, but but push for more and try to find a way to make it work again, which like I say, I don't know. It maybe it's stupid blind faith. My belief in them is that they they will they, they will they will want to because I don't see I don't see that any insensible business people would want to not have their asset be the best mm. it can be. Now I don't you know I don't know we we went through we went through before I remember ten years ago more than ten years ago going through them because their asset stripping and we looked at because they're letting the way they're letting Pepe Reina go and let, all the big wage earners are getting off and we're buying the, getting these lads in on lower wages that's an asset strip that looks like a, a guy's coming in and ripping the club off what it was was them going nah these lads are too are on too much money for what we're getting out of them we've got to start from scratch we've got to clear the decks and we've got to build up and that looked mental at the time. Um, but it got us so kind of just got us, it's annoying but you've kind of got to sit back and let the people do the, the thing I'm not I, don't, I haven't got the I haven't no burning passion to go back to the barricades because I think it's a bit like twisting on 19 in pontoon or 20 mm. you know we might look out and get the perfect owner who is everything who provides everything Man City provides but you know they haven't got questionable human rights issues behind them and they haven't got like, you know, dodgy sources of how they're funding things and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, good just yeah, good good luck with that. Anything else? Um Do you wanna move on? Should we move on? <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want even more boss content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.